When Jesus came down from the mountain, great crowds followed him. And then a leper approached, did him homage, and said, Lord, if you wish, you can make me clean. He stretched out his hand, touched him, and said, I will do it. Be made clean. His leprosy was cleansed immediately. We serve a God of abundance, yet you're still living paycheck to paycheck. We serve a God of order, yet your house always seems to be a mess. You feel unappreciated and overwhelmed just trying to keep up. Does the noise of life drown out the voice of God? Hi, my name is Gina Morton, a Catholic wife, mom, and declutter coach. Welcome to Pruning to Prosper, the podcast where we talk about all the practical things to run your home smoothly. Clutter, money, mindset, and yes, everyone still wants to eat. So we'll talk about that too. That nagging in your heart is God telling you he has more for you than just trying to keep up. If you're ready to get uncomfortable, get brave, and see what you can do, and grab your garden shears because you're about to prune away the stuff so you can prosper into the woman God has called you to be. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Printing to Prosper. My name is Gina, and I'm so excited about this topic today. And before I get started, I want to try to remember to remind you guys, if you get anything out of this podcast... Could you do me a favor and leave a five-star review on Apple iTunes? That really helps the algorithm and it helps other people find this podcast. So I would really appreciate it. It takes just a few minutes and um, it really helps and it's free. Thank you. So let's jump right into today's topic. This is by far my number one tip for keeping a tidy home. And if you have been a client of mine, a declutter client, I hope you are laughing right now saying, I could write this episode, Gina, because we work together for five hours at a time when I go into someone's home and declutter. So five hours is a long time. Like I really get to know my clients and they really hear me repeat the same things all day long and just kind of like work on getting these little tips and tricks um, solidified into their mind so that they become habits for these for the clients. Okay. And then the other thing is, This opening Bible passage cracks me up because when I have an idea for a podcast, I pray about, please, God, like, help me find a Bible verse that ties into this. And when this passage came to me, I was just cracking up because I thought, okay, God, this is, you're too funny. So in this opening Bible passage, Jesus is doing what I tell my clients to do. And we call this the one touch rule. So all Jesus had to do was touch the leper one time. And that miracle was so powerful because he was cleansed. Not later, not next week, not when he got around to it, not when he yelled and screamed and the kids nagged. Immediately. That leper was cleansed immediately. So I want you to think about this Bible passage as we go through the the episode today, because That's what I'm trying to get through is it's one touch and it's a powerful, powerful tip that will keep your home tidy at all times or at least minimal effort to clean. And here's the thing. A lot of times when people call me in to help them declutter, a lot, we always set goals. Like, why do you want to do this? What's your goal? You know, what are your dreams? We, We talk about all these things, right? And a lot of times it's because people want to have a cleaning service come in. Like they don't have time to clean their houses, but they feel like their house is so cluttered that they can't even hire a cleaning person. 
So that's a lot of times our goal is like, let's just get the house under control to the point that someone can come in and very easily clean it. Now, if you have a cleaning person, you probably know. No matter how tidy your house is, there's probably always going to be a little bit of picking up before the cleaning people come. And that's just to be expected. But it really should not be any more than five minutes tops. That's it. I know for me, all I'm doing is I'm getting the fresh fruit and the butter off of the counter and I put it in a room that she doesn't clean because I don't want the chemicals and stuff near our food. So really, that's what I'm doing the morning of our cleaning lady is the kids clear off their bookshelf. They make sure all the books are back on the bookshelf and I clear off the fresh fruit and stuff from the countertops. That's it. Um, and I put my toothbrushes away. I take them off the countertop and I put them in the closet so that, again, she can just clean very easily and we're not getting chemicals and things on our toothbrushes. So that's it. Okay, so let's break this down. When I talk about the one-touch rule, it really means let's touch your items the least amount of times as possible. And I'm going to begin with one of the biggest culprits, and that is paper. Specifically, let's let's start with mail because I just want to give you ideas of where you can probably uh, reduce the number of times you're touching things. And I've gone over this a little bit on the Saturday Declutter With Me episodes, but I'm going to go a little deeper today on why this is so important and how you can start implementing this today. When you go to get your mail, unless you have the time to go through all the steps I'm about to discuss, leave it in the mailbox. You can let your mail sit in your mailbox for a few days. No one's going to report you, okay? So until you are ready to do this, don't even bring it in, okay? But let's say you're ready to bring it in. So you go to the mailbox, you pull it out. That's your first touch, and that is your only touch. One touch rule. So you bring it into your house. I want you to stand over your recycling bin or over the shredder. Again, you're not coming in and putting the mail on the counter. You're not coming in and throwing the pile into a bin or wherever. You are, you're sorting it immediately. So you have the mail in your hand. You go through. There's probably at least one or two things that are junk mail that can go right into the recycling bin. There's probably something that looks like it's important but probably is just junk mail. And you could probably put that right into the shredder. So what are you left with? In your hand, you should just be left with things that need action. So maybe you don't have the time to take action on those things right this minute, but you have taken the stack of mail from maybe five things down to one or two. So immediately, you're, you're bringing less into your home. So now, you've got the two things in your hand that need action. You are going to take them and put them in your command center or wherever it is you run your home. If it's a binder that's kind of a portable command center, you go put them there. If it's your desk, like my, like my house, I go and I put the things on my desk or in an inbox, and then on the designated day or whenever I have a, a chance, I'm going to touch it for the second time. And the second time I touch that mail is when I deal with it, the actions. But all the way up until this point, I've only touched it one time, okay? So it never stopped and made its way on the counter or cluttered up the coffee table or the dining room table or all the places I've seen mail get tossed in the homes that I've worked in. All right, that's my first example. The second example I want to give you is a cooking spoon, okay? So let's say you've made dinner and you've made spaghetti 
and you have the spoon that's got sauce on it and you don't need it for serving. So you're done making the dinner, everyone's sitting down to eat, you've got this spoon. Do you leave it on the counter after you, you've dished out whatever? What do you do with it? If you're following the one touch rule, you want to not put it down on the counter because now you've given yourself homework for later. You've got to pick it up, wipe off the counter. You are going to put it either immediately into the dishwasher or you're going to put it into the sink. And it's just these little bitty tricks that eliminate that step because now, okay, now maybe the spoon got left overnight and now in the morning, it's not just spaghetti sauce you have to wipe up. It's like a project of scraping it off. So you're setting up future you for success. And that can, these little things multiplied over the course of your day, you're going to, you're really going to have so much time. What? My house is, my, my kitchen's tidy all the time because you're not leaving these decisions for later. You're dealing with it as in the opening Bible passage, immediately. The leper was cleansed immediately. All right, final example. Dirty clothes. At the end of the day, when you get changed and you're putting on your jammies, where do you put your dirty clothes? Do you just leave them on the floor? Or do you follow the one touch rule? And immediately, as you take it off your body, you put it right into the hamper. Or if it's something that you're going to hang up again and wear again, take it off your body and hang it up. Don't put it on the chair. Don't put it on the the exercise bike. Don't put it on the treadmill. Put it away. And you will always go to bed with a completely clean bedroom. And that's just like little habits that when multiplied over the course of your day in every single item in your home you're going to really start to see how easy it is to keep your house tidy. So whatever you're looking at right now, there's probably something where it doesn't belong. So just look at that item and think, okay, somebody left that there because they didn't want to do the one touch rule. They didn't want to make the decision immediately. So that's just something to start teaching your kids and your family is like, hey, let's just put it away immediately. Take the 30 seconds to put it where it belongs. Don't put it down put it away. These are things that I'm always trying to teach my clients, especially the take the 30 seconds. That's one I always say to my own self. Don't just leave the hairbrush on the countertop when I'm done brushing my hair. Open the drawer and put it away. All right. So, and if you're looking at something and you don't know where it lives, then that's the next thing is it needs a home. And once everything in your house has a home, you're going to tidy up so much easier. If you don't have a home for it, then you have to ask yourself, do I really want this or need this or is it necessary anymore? Can we get rid of it? Because if it's not important enough to give it a home, then is it important enough really to stay in your house, okay? So everyone in your family, down to the little ones, little toddlers, should know where most of the stuff lives. You know, if I go in a house, I should be able to ask your two or three-year-old, hey, where's the crayons? Where's mommy keep the crayons? You know, where's the remote to the TV supposed to go when you're done watching TV? Where do we put the blankets after we're done cuddling on the couch after the blankets? Like all these little things need homes and then your house is just going to be so tidy and organized and so easy to clean. All right, that's what I've got for you today. Just, you know, remember one touch, just like Jesus, is all it takes. Have a great day. I'll see you on Saturday for a five-minute declutter with me. Take care. Bye-bye.